Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER. And Bar in the City is wondering, has anybody any suggestions? Uh, she feels her house at the moment is riddled with midges, tiny little flies. I think they're fruit flies, are they? I've noticed a lot of them at the moment. I think it's more to do uh, with the hot weather. Annalise Drussell, our nutritional therapist, is on the line. She may even have a suggestion on that one. Good afternoon, Annalise. Good afternoon, Patricia. And I do, actually. Yeah, go on. Peppermint what would you oil. Peppermint oil. Yeah, so peppermint oil. In actual fact, I have a couple of um, um, farmer customers who use it when they're milking as well to keep the flies down around the cows when they're milking. So, and it's a great one as well in the winter to uh, in the autumn to put around door frames and window frames to stop the spiders from coming in. People who are afraid of spiders. So, I think the best way is to kind of, I suppose, dab the peppermint oil around the place. But it is an oil, so be careful of your paintwork. What I'd often do, Patricia, is I'd mix probably half a bottle of the essential oil in with a small bit of um, maybe vodka in a spray bottle and I spray it in the air and I spray it around the place because the, the alcohol will dissolve the oil and make it easier to spray around. And I just would spray it and it does make a big difference. What a waste of vodka. Well, you could maybe keep your mouth open while you're spraying, <laughs> Patricia. <laughs> and, ob- <laughs> and obviously the peppermint oil, um, that's got a nice smell. It's just it's that they, yeah, they yeah. don't like the smell. Is it the smell? I think it's the smell. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. Oh, yeah. I don't like the smell of peppermint oil. Okay, let's get straight into questions. And Mary got this one in nice and early, so I want to make sure that I get this question uh, in. Mary says, hi, I suffer badly from motion sickness and I have to take a bus from Cork to Dublin later on in the summer. Even the thought of it is making me nauseous. Could Annalise recommend anything? Would something like ginger capsules help? Or is there anything else like travel bans? Anything at all to help me, please, said Mary. Yeah, there used to be a fantastic homeopathic remedy for travel sickness by Nelson's. And unfortunately, it's no longer sold in Ireland. Um, But maybe if you could have a look online, you might be able to find that. um, It was called Travelena. I think it was called. Um, and it was a blend of different homeopathic remedies. So if you can't get your hands on that, try homeopathic Nuxvom. It's spelled N-U-X-V-O-M. It's very good, actually, Patricia, if you're feeling nauseous for any reason. If you're hungover, it's a great one as well. Um, after your vodka, Patricia. <laughs> so, um, Nuxvom could be a good alternative. And you can get travel bans um, and the acupressure bands as well. And the other thing as well is just to keep looking at the horizon, because I know that definitely helps if you're seasick, is to keep your eye on the horizon at all times. So don't read in the car um, or when you're travelling. Just keep out and keep looking at the horizon. An empty stomach travelling, would that help? I think it still feel that nausea, Patricia. Yeah, you know, it's, it's horrible. Like, 
Yeah, it's horrible. And you know, people who get vertigo get that same nausea and they're actually treated with a travel sickness drug called oh. Demetol. In fact, Demetol is a very good travel sickness drug. Um, and I think you now can get it over the counter. So I would take the Nux from and I would take the Demetol as well. Yeah, and good luck on on the journey. But there is nothing more. I used to try, I used to suffer from it as a child. I'm okay now as an adult, but I certainly can't read in a bus, a car or even on a train. I'll get that travel sickness. Feeling. Yeah, it's unpleasant yeah. and it's, it's to do with the head so really even an empty stomach an empty stomach might help you from vomiting but it won't yeah. help yeah. with the sickness you can also get um, gingins or ginger sweets and they can be good because they're quite strong in ginger but there's also a little bit of sugar in them so they do keep your blood sugar up okay. so that could be a good one to try Good to luck on the journey Mary Hi, could you ask Annalise uh, please if one can take Omega 3 or 7 for rosacea and anxiety and also I'm looking for a suggestion of a supplement for an 18-year-old really run down due to stress and the end of her exams. Okay, so omega-3s and the omega fats are what they call essential oils, Patricia, so we can't make them in our body, we have to take them in in our diet. Omega-3 is a very good natural anti-inflammatory. There's two different kinds. One is a great natural anti-inflammatory and one is brilliant, a really essential component for brain tissue and nervous tissue. So in terms of helping anxiety, I think they probably don't have an immediate effect, but they do help to keep the brain and nervous system ticking over. Certainly, they'd have a preventative effect in terms of, um, you know, uh, onset of dementia and Alzheimer's and all of that. They're also very heart healthy, keep your skin healthy, but not what I would choose so much for anxiety. Omega-7s, fantastic for skin, fantastic for anything dry, good for all the mucous membranes. So great for dry eye, great for your skin. Um, so it could be good for rosacea, but again, not something I would recommend. So in terms of rosacea, a lot of it, you have to kind of work with the stomach. A lot of people um, would have um, stomach issues that suffer from rosacea. So taking a probiotic can really help. But I think this, the key is trying to get the stomach issues um, under under control. There's also a lovely supplement um, if it's the type of rosacea where you get more little spots. There's a lovely supplement um, by Viridian called Clear Skin Complex, and we get great Um, results with that and then there is a probiotic specifically for the skin by a company called Bionutri called Dermodophilus so you could try that combination and some people do really well using the Antiac face products they do a wash and a spray and there's also a type of cream that you can put on Patricia called Rosalique and it's like a little miracle in a bottle Um, it covers up the it's a kind of a green cream, but it does provide fantastic coverage for rosacea. Um, and it doesn't look green in your skin. It just seems to tone down the red color. So that combination for rosacea, then for anxiety, what we'd normally recommend would be um, maybe herbs like rhodiola and ashwagandha. These will help improve your threshold, I suppose, for stress and your, increase your ability to cope over time. But they do take maybe four to six weeks to kick in. And then immediate assistance for anxiety would be the L-theanine is fantastic. Uh, Maconta, they do a really nice L-theanine and an ornithine complex. We get really good um, feedback on that all of the time. And um, Viridian do a lovely L-theanine with lemon balm complex as well. And cannabis oil can also work in the moment like the L-theanine to reduce feelings of anxiety. So that would be for that lady. And then for the 18-year-old, what I would suggest is a combination of two things, actually. I'd suggest a good multivitamin just for a, as a tonic. 
Um, the source of life gold is very good. The Oxylent is very good. But you could also take the Nutri-Advanced Women's Multi, which has got a lot of stuff for hormone balance in there as well. And then the second thing I would take is a, a product called Resilience by Nutri-Advanced. And it's a fantastic one to help you through times of stress. It's a combination of all the things I've just mentioned previously for anxiety, plus a few more just to kind of give your um, your system a boost. So that's called Resilience, and it's by a company called Nutri-Advance. Okay, and you're not on your own. There's a lot of kids coming to the end of the exams, and they found it very, very stressful uh, indeed. Uh, hi, uh, Annelies. Uh, looking for your views on intermittent fasting, and is it beneficial for an autoimmune disease? Also, if you are a fan of fasting, is it okay to take a herbal tea? while you are fasting? So intermittent fasting is where you just eat within a a short window, Patricia. Some people eat within a window of four hours and some people eat within a window of eight hours and then some people 12. So you can fast for 12 hours, 16 hours or 20 hours depending. Um, Some people swear by it, Patricia. Um, It's gotten very popular. It's uh, kind of extends the period where your body is in repair mode because when you're not eating at night time, your body goes into what they call autophagy. It just gets rid of all the old cells that aren't working, repairs things that aren't working well and just does a general cleanup. So by fasting, you extend that period. So it could have a very beneficial effect for autoimmune disease. But I've started reading a bit of research recently on it for the long term um, and it may not be suitable for everybody because if you're fasting, you're reducing your stress hormones um, in the body because they have to help balance your blood sugar. And that can, in the long term, um, affect certain people. It might even lead to kind of a redistribution of fat around the middle. So I would suggest try it, see how you get on with it. But if you don't find a benefit, doesn't help with your autoimmune, I would say go back to your normal three meals a day. Okay, this is relevant now for the time that's uh, in it. A listener says, uh, hi, advice please from Annalise. My daughter and my two little grandsons are suffering terribly at the moment with hay fever. Her youngest had to actually come out of one of his exams after one hour last Monday because he was so unwell. They were visiting on Saturday for Father's Day, but all of them had to leave over itchy eyes and nose and sneezing. They're using Telfast, 180 milligrams, but they're really getting no relief from it. Any suggestions, please? I've heard so many people suffering from hay fever at the moment. Well, I think it's because the pollen count is really dry, Patricia. I don't know if your listeners have noticed this, but I have noticed this year an incredible amount of blooms on the trees like I've never seen the white thorn as I saw it this year so heavy with blossom and even my um, dancing ladies my fuchsia down in West Cork they're all out and there's a huge amount of the flowers on the, on the trees and um, most like the blooms on my roses my climbing roses are phenomenal this year so I think that possibly to do with the weather there's a lot more blooms therefore a lot more pollen in the air and because it's dry we're getting it So um, a couple of just kind of practical tips, I suppose, would be to maybe wear a mask if you're going to be out in the garden doing gardening, cutting grass or playing in grass. Put Vaseline up into the nose so that it'll uh, trap the pollen. You can also get something called hay balm, which effectively does the same thing. Uh, You can take natural um, antihistamines. Quercetin is a very good natural antihistamine. It's spelled Q-U-E-R-C-E-T-I-N. And BioCarin Maconta they both do a very good quercetin complex. Stinging nettle is very good. And there is a, a, a homeopathic combination remedy called Pollenasan, P-O-L-L-I-N-A-S-A-N. 
Um, so they can take a bit of time to kick in, Patricia, but I think we're in for a dry summer, so it might be worth starting the kids on that now. And then you can also get um, an eye drops and nasal spray with some Luffa in there, which is, again, a natural antihistamine by a company called Fusion, and Avogel does um, Luffa eye drops as well. So go into your health shop, stock up on everything, I would say, and try them with everything. But keep your windows closed in the daytime to stop the wind, the pollen going in and just keep them open at night. Just practical tips like that as well. Yeah, because when it rains, does that dampen down the pollen a bit? You see, I just think it's probably not travelling as far, Patricia. You know, when it's dry, yeah, yeah. the pollen can travel. It's so light in the air. But once it rains, I suppose it gets damp and falls to the ground. So there's just not as much of it in the air that we're breathing in. Yeah, I just I was chatting to somebody over the weekend who felt they got a bit of relief when the rain arrived and we were discussing why that would be. So that does make sense. Now, could you please ask Annalise, what would you recommend for piles slash hemorrhoids? Because they can be extremely pain- painful. And also this one, so how do you prevent them? So obviously somebody's getting reoccurring piles. Okay, so reoccurring generally, I, I would say that I would, the first question I'd ask is, are you suffering from constipation? Because those, the piles really are basically, I think, they're um, blood vessels uh, that have just swollen and, and formed a kind of a, a pile, basically, a kind of a polyp, a lump, and they can be very itchy, sore and painful. So if you're constipated, you're putting pressure on those veins around that area, and that's what's causing them, I would say. So in terms of that, resolve constipation by making sure that you have plenty of fibre in your diet. Add a big tablespoon of psyllium husk onto your breakfast cereal in the morning. That's a soluble fibre, so it can help soften the stool. Um, drink plenty of water with that. You can take natural laxatives like magnesium. I love the um, Aloe Pura. They do a colon complex, which is a really nice natural laxative with magnesium and, and aloe vera and um, other extracts in there. And it's quite gentle, so it works. You know, it's 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 not like the other laxatives where you would have huge urgency. This just works very gently overnight. So that would be resolving the root cause of it. And then to treat them, we get great feedback. On um, The best feedback we get is on the Delish Clare Pile Cream. It's also called Witch Hazel Cream. And we get fantastic feedback on that, especially from... Um, from pregnant ladies where it really does become a problem during pregnancy. Um, so you could try that. Um, and also aloe vera is another lovely soothing uh, gel that can be applied directly around the area that can help bring, bring down the swelling and itching as well. Actually, somebody wanted to know, is aloe vera any good for constipation? Yeah, it's again, it's a soluble fibre, so it is great for constipation. Oh, great. Um, so take, but you need to take quite a bit. You need to take about three or four tablespoons, Patricia. Okay, and then someone has been diagnosed with gallstones and has heard that castor oil is good for gallstones, yay or nay? I would be saying no to that, Patricia. And the reason being is that if you take a lot of fat in and you've gallstones, if your your gallbladder is responsible for helping you with fat digestion. So if you've got a problem with gallstones, you'll be in pain, but you'll also feel very nauseous when you take high fat foods. So taking castor oil is not going to do anything for the gallstones and it's actually going to make you feel very sick. So there are two herbs that you could try to soften gallstones. Malic acid, which comes from apples, but buy it as a supplement rather than drinking the apple juice. And also something called Quebra Pedra, Q-U-E-B-R-A, Pedra, P-E-D-R-A, uh, a South American herb also known as stonebreaker. And they can help soften the gallbladder. 
There's also a supplement called Taracin, T-A-R-A-C-Y-N, and that's very good if the gallbladder is inflamed and if you're in pain because there's some lovely natural and anti-inflammatory stuff in there for gallbladder. Okay, listen, we leave it there. Thank you for that. Have a lovely week. We'll talk again next Monday. That's Annalise Drissel of the Health Hub Times Square in Balancolic. And you could go to her website this afternoon because everything that she's mentioned today as heard on the radio will feature on her website.